Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Uh, I know somebody who could be some help in all of this. How about we bring on oh. BetQL's own Lucy Bird? She is a host of Back to the Futures each and every Sunday night right here on BetQL. And find her on Twitter at Lucille Burge. <laughs> Always Boston strong, it's Lucy Burge. How do you like them apps? All right, Lucy. We are less than two weeks away from the big game, as everybody will be calling the Super Bowl, uh, who doesn't have the rights. Uh, but this feels like this perfect intersection of pop culture and football. When we are talking about the halftime show and all of these pop culture props that will be involved in the Super Bowl. Have you looked into any of these markets? And do you think you're somebody who will be betting on any of these props involving the halftime show? 
Yes. Well, good morning. Of course, generally, of course, the Super Bowl is a great intersection between pop culture and sports because of the halftime show, because of the prop bets, who will be there, all of that. But now we've got Taylor Swift involved. Ever heard of her? So the props that I have seen already, the first one, very first one, is will they get engaged after the game? They, of course, being Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I am absolutely going to take no on this because mm. for them to get it engaged on the field after the Super Bowl would be too much like a movie. And those odds, the no is minus 250. So I, I don't know if I'd take that because it's a little bit juicy, but I would that's what I would pick if I was to choose. So I'd probably stay away from that bet because I feel like their engagement is going to be, first of all, in the off season. I think it might be more on the private side. The actual what happens will be private, but on the field, it's more about him because this is his Super Bowl win. I think he's going to want to make it more about her. So I think that no is the way to go when it comes to that prop bet. Um, and I, I do think that they are in love, though. I think that what could happen, could happen potentially, if this, I don't know if this could mean a yes or whatever, is they get carried away in the moment and Travis says to her, whispers in her ear, let's get married. What if we get married? Why don't, will you marry me? That's the only way I could see this possibly <laughs> happening, which would be very romantic, I will say. Um, but I would take no on that. And I would, when you look out for the Gatorade color props, Look for red, because I feel like there will be some Taylor Swift in these props that maybe the, the NFL will put into the script of the Super Bowl for red, which is a Taylor Swift color. So Gatorade color, I would look at that. I am inclined to go with heads for the coin toss, because every time I take ah. tails, it doesn't work out that way. I know there is some better who put a million dollars on tails, but I feel like this is a year for heads. So I would also, I know that's you generally even money money, but I would look at heads for the coin toss. Lucy, so let me put you in the shoes of Taylor Swift for a second. Yes, please. So I'm with you. I am I am with someone, or I am of the belief that they are in love, that this is legitimate, right? They seem very happy together. It seems like a very sweet romance, so I'm all for it. But let's say in the moment that Travis gets caught up, right? And he gets on one knee and he says all right, I want you to marry me. The cameras are on and you're Taylor. And I would think if you're her, this isn't how you imagine this going down and you want to marry him, but you don't want this moment. What do you do? I would say you say yes. And then you write a song about it. I always, so <laughs> public proposals to me are not the best, like sporting event proposals. Right. That's, that's just personally not how I would want it to go down. But I think if that happened to me in the moment, you say yes. And then later on you have the fight slash discussion about why did you do that? And wh what do we do? I don't actually want to marry you, mm. but I had to say yes in the moment because I have seen, I have seen plenty of Fenway park proposals that she has said no. And I say plenty. There are like three of them in my life that I've seen that not go well where she says no. And mm -hmm. they cut the camera away really fast. Never a good thing. That is, it's so bad. So I think if you're Taylor and that happens, 
you say yes in the moment. And then, I mean, I guess it's different for them because people keep track and people will know if it falls apart or things go awry and she then goes back and says no. But I feel like you say yes because she does love the theatrics of a love story. She does love mm. the, um, the the fact that it's a movie. So if he does do that, I think she would say yes and she would probably cry and they do the whole thing. And, and I will say mm -hmm. also, I did say at the beginning of this PR move and now I will say maybe I was wrong and they are in love because watching those videos of them after the game that is what it looks like to be in love what what it, what it looks like I'm not gonna I don't know how they feel exactly but that is what I to me what it looks like and I'm not ruling out though the fact that it could have started with PR intentions and developed into true love. We'll never mm. truly know. But I think at this point, we are beyond PR stunt and they are actually in love, which is why it's not a 0% chance that they could get engaged after the game. But I think that it's going to be more of a an off-season engagement that is more mm. tailored tailored to her and to her <laughs> what she loves as see what I did there um but I think it's going to be more of that but I think maybe they will you know the only thing I could see happening is not down on one knee but whispering it to her or like quietly and maybe maybe they get into the the celebration and he just like is like will you marry me but I I don't see it happening presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports with an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, uh, I think it would be a tough sell, even though from a PR standpoint, she's not going to say no. Right, like, exactly. She's definitely going to say yes to save face. Yeah. But here's my other question. Isn't she supposed to be on tour somewhere? What are the chances okay, yes. we even see her at the Super Bowl? Yes. So this has been mapped out by many. Many on TikTok have, have gone through all of the details done. I've seen PowerPoint presentations people have done on this. She will be able to make it to the Super Bowl, which is interesting as well, because the dates time out to the fact that did she schedule? How could she possibly schedule this around the Super Bowl? But the so the, the last concert in Tokyo, she has a concert in Tokyo on February 10th. The time difference works out such that she will make it back to the Super Bowl. What day is the Super Bowl? February 11th. How convenient is that? That is very interesting to me because why doesn't she have a, why didn't, what, who's to say the dates weren't a little bit forward or back or why, why was it timed out so perfectly? Because it is timed out so perfectly that she can make it to the Super Bowl before the next leg of her tour. How perfect is that? I am not quite sure exactly when these dates were mapped out, but it does work out very conveniently for the Super Bowl. Is that staged? I don't know. But yes, she will be able to make it to the Super Bowl uh, with a few, uh, like 12 hours to spare, I think, because of the time difference. Mm -hmm. Because once she's done in Tokyo, let's say 11 p.m., there was some debate. Will she be done at 11 p.m. or 12 or midnight? But if she leaves at, let's say, her, her jet takes off at midnight, she'll definitely be able to make it to uh, the Super Bowl in time. So I'm sure we will see her. We are talking with Lucy Verge. She is back. You already see her all over the place. She does fantastic work. Also hosted Back to the Futures each Sunday night on the Back to Network. So, Lucy, let's move to another one of your favorites, and I mean Tom Brady. And he was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday talking about how he's going to be helping call the Super Bowl next year for Fox. So oh. how good do you think he's going to be besides how dreamy he's going to look? But how do you think he's going to perform as a color commentator? 
yeah, there are not enough towels in, towels in the world for me to sit on for that Super Bowl <laughs> no. because, my God, calling a Super Bowl, this is going to be outrageous. But here is what I took from this. The ovens in the background of this interview, there were four of them. And people got a little bit, um, not up in arms, but like, why does he have four ovens? He's four ovens. Tom Brady has four ovens. Like, of course he does. But I don't think that was his kitchen because the windows do not match the mansion he is building in Miami. So I don't think he's moved mm -hmm. in there yet. This did not look like a home. This did not look like a house kitchen. This looked like an industrial test kitchen. Because if you look at the lighting that is coming in, that is not natural light. In a kitchen, you're going to want natural light in a home. This did not look like a home. So I think he is, it's something he's partnering with, potentially, a, a food thing he's partnering with. So that, I think, is was what happened there. Doing some research on, research on that, figured that out. He's going to be... I think by the time the Super Bowl comes around next year, he might be good at being in the booth, but I am not sure how good he's really going to be because he doesn't really say a lot. He does a lot of laughing He do when he's in a setting, like he's, he's calling a game or something. What I would say is if Belichick goes into TV, Belichick will be better at doing TV than Brady will be. Because Belichick, when you saw him on college game day, he was phenomenal. When he is talking about football, he is in his element. And he has personality when he's talking about football. So I would say Belichick should go into TV as well and forget about coaching next season, maybe the season after, but take a, take a beat, do some TV. And I think Belichick would be better at TV than Brady will be because I think Brady will be a little bit vanilla. He will be a little stale. Maybe he'll be great at the Super Bowl because when you are watching Tom Brady break down X's and O's, he's good. But Belichick, I think, will be better at it. But I would watch Brady and Belichick together calling a Super Bowl. That would be Ooh. peak television. Oh, yeah. I don't know, though, because who's going to do the actual play-by-play? -play? Like, as have you to know, have, that's be a, a three-man booth. Ah. <laughs> Two color guys, three-man booth. Yeah. Oh, that's the way to do it. Because I totally I agree with that. you on the, the personality front. Tom Brady, some of his, his appearances, they feel so corporate. Like, yes. even on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, and good eye there, I think that was one of the first things I noticed. I was like, ooh, double ovens? What yeah, a nice place. He's going to want oven cooking. Right. No, he's not cooking, I don't think. But the other thing was, you notice that he is quite often afraid to say the wrong thing. So he will, yes. and he also mm. pivoted to everything that he is promoting. So he, every time yes. Pat McAfee asked him a question, he would answer and then pivot to promoting something. So I feel like you're right on that. He is corporate. And I, I mean, maybe he will be different on Fox because he's not actively promoting things and doing appearances and being a walking ad for 10 different things. But I think he will still have that bit of him that is afraid to say the wrong thing, which I think was drilled into him with the Patriots. When they would tell him what to say, he'd be afraid to say anything. His interviews were very bland on purpose. Will he be able to break out of that? I hope so. But I'm not so sure as of right now. Even though I do think that is a skill, like personality and a sense of humor is something that's very hard to learn. Like you can learn to be smooth and good in and out of breaks, but I don't know. I think he's going to struggle with that. He's not going to be like Shaq or Barkley, you know, that's completely unfiltered. 
I think it's going to be a real tough uh, challenge for him to kind of break the corporate mold, but we'll see. Uh, We've doubted him before, and boy, were we wrong. So we'll (laughs) see, Tom Brady. All right. She's Lucy Bird. She is host of Back to the Futures each and every Sunday night right here on BetQL. She will be back the week of the Super Bowl, I'm assuming, and then we will get into all of those props when it comes to the halftime show. Thank you, Lucy. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.